Let me make you bigger, John, because that's what I'm here for. Okay. <laughs> and on that note... You know, I enjoy vaginas, sure, but I don't really want to look at them. It's Forget Being Cool, the stuttery podcast music edition. My name is Dave Moore. Joining me, of course, is my main man, my man on the internet, Johnny underscore casino. Hi, Dave. Uh, Hi, Dave, <laughs> I, I realize that um, as I turn you up here just a little bit, I, I, I realize that some of my soundboard comes through real quiet. And I didn't have it cranked up, so I'm hoping people can hear what I put before the before the opening music. You know, if it's really bad in the video version, I'm just gonna cut it out. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I will leave it in the audio version. It was Adam Leonard talking about vaginas. If anybody was curious, okay. Yeah, yeah, a conversation Adam and I have weekly. Uh, not to brag, not to brag, uh, <laughs> Dave. So. <clears throat> As we were getting ready to record, um, we were kind of talking about you. You you put out a tweet that was like, "Hey, what do people want us to talk about?" And so and people are responding in real time right now as we speak. Yeah, which is amazing. Uh, I don't know what else has popped. Oh, more things have popped up. Um, yes. So, but one of them was from Adam Leonard, and he said that we should basically cast a Fruit of a Loom, basically a Fruit of the Loom movie. And your response to this is, who is that? I don't know what this is. I've never heard of this. It's ever. In my Fruit entire of the life, Loom. I... They make like underwear and undershirts. And how have you yeah. never heard of Fruit of the Loom? Like it, it, it's not a rich people brand. So you can't claim, oh, we didn't have enough money for Fruit of the Loom. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you could buy it at Kmart. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I had I don't know what this was. I had never heard of it. John, I don't I don't look. I'll tell you how I buy my underwear. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I, this is this 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 might be the highlight of the show, guys. Listen up closely <laughs> how Dave buys his underwear. Also, show title. Uh I have a lot of underwear that my mom has bought me. Still. Because okay. I just have it. And it's just it's just, you know, Christmas. Here's a new pack of boxers. Here you go. Woohoo. Uh, Rachel's given me a couple of those packs of boxers the same way. And, uh, I think I bought just a couple, you know, a couple packs here and there on Amazon, not caring what the brand is. Probably Amazon basics, you know, boxers. Here you go. Um, this is not, this is not a highlight, John. The, the reality is my underwear is not that exciting. Most of it is plaid. Some of it is plain. Some of it has stripes. Pretty much your your essential men's underwear, I assume. So I mean, I don't see a lot of men's underwear. I know that like tidy whiteies are not in. I know that's not a thing. So here's the thing, Dave, is I've become kind of like a not like a fancy underwear snob, but like I like certain boxers, right? So for a while, my wife was buying the MeUndies ones because they're super soft. They are super soft. But also an another brand, never heard of it. Uh, it's like an online brand you can get like subscription bases to and they always put out like weird uh, like funny designs and stuff like that and they you know whatever anyway and then she found some other ones like Nautica or something like that that she could get like three pairs for the price of like the one MeUndies pair and they stay soft forever so it's the greatest thing in the world 
Um, but Dave, we're going to talk a little bit about Fruit of the Loom here for a second because in front of me, I have the four Fruit of the Loom characters. And I don't know if we're going to give it a um, synopsis because I'm, I'm... Wait, hold on. Yeah. Explain, John. So, okay. This so, a... Fruit of the Loom... I... Fruit of the Loom was this underwear brand, right? So, uh, you know what Fruit of the Loom is? Like, do you know what that thing is? Like, what a loom... Have you ever seen that thing that looks kind of like a um, like an old school horn, maybe made of shell or wood or something like that, and it's got fruit in it? It's like, a, it's like an old school, back in the dark ages, way they have fruit laying out? I think I got one in Animal Crossing. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen that Animal Crossing. I think I think I got one and it was like, I don't really know what that is. Um, so so there's these fruit though and like their original design and so they had these characters and they would do commercials at one point with people dressed up as these. I don't it's been a while since I've seen a Fruit of the Loom commercial, I'll be I'll be honest with you. But here are your four characters. All right. You have green grape, apple, purple grape, and leaf. Because the leaf's always sitting in there to make it look prettier. Right, so so these this, this you know what this is though, John. What if we're gonna cast a movie with these characters? This is just like a double attack. One, Adam sending me a, a an underwear brand, a set of characters I've never heard of. He yeah, but, also knows for a fact that I know no actors. No, or no, 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 no. We're, no, we're not casting this with actors and actors. We're casting this with people from inside the community. Oh. But now oh, we have to that, figure out. It's a whole new layer of concerning. Yeah, no, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this, and we get to figure out if we're gonna be nice or mean. And obviously, John, if it's mean, a, it's with it's with love. I've already taken enough shots on this show. In the <laughs> return of it, in the return of it, since it came back, um, I don't need to take any more, Sean. So I think we have to stick to the nice side. Although I don't even know how that's possible. Well, okay, uh, so. Okay, so this is what I want you to... I'm going to describe a fruit. I'm going to tell you a fruit, and I want you to describe that fruit to me. Not, like, just what color it is or whatever, but, like, what makes that fruit stand out. Okay. So we'll start with an apple. What makes an apple stand out to you? Crunchy. Okay. Juicy. Crunchy and juicy. Um, round. Round. They're kind of, like, round. Sweet. Most fruits are pretty round. They're either sweet or tart, right? So, I would use tart in this case based on what I've already known the other fruits are as options. So so who in our who in our group would you consider <laughs> juicy and crunchy and tart and maybe round? <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna just let it sit here, John. I'm just gonna let you handle this one. So here's the problem: is if it weren't for the round part, I'd, I, it, it would feel less bad assigning it to a person, because you can be like, "Yeah, that person's a little crunchy and juicy and tart, right?" But the second you're like, "Oh, but that person's round," and now it's like that one person's gonna be like, "Damn it, I got picked as the fat guy," and you're just like, "Maybe that's not what I meant. Maybe that's not what I meant." Except all the fruit is round. Uh, okay, yeah, but. So the other ones are grapes, which are like grapes as a whole have a more cylindrical. Yeah, so okay, so bumpy. <laughs> so green grapes are kind of sour, right? Aren't they? Mm-hmm, kind of sour. Okay, so who do we know that's bumpy and sour? Serge. Serge is bumpy and sour. Okay, Serge, you've been deemed the green grape. Uh, the purple grape is also bumpy, but I, I would think it's often more sweet. Yes, right. it would definitely. It's bumpy and sweet. So, so his wife was just. No, no, yeah. you you cannot call Serge's wife bumpy. You you have done enough damage <laughs> to their family. To his, 
I was going to say to their entire family. Yeah, you have done enough damage to their family. Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Child. Yeah, that right there, Dave. Okay, so <clears throat> we need someone who's bumpy and sweet. Um, and I'm having... I, I think I, I honestly... Mm, every time I try to come up with someone, it's like, mm, that bumpy part all of a sudden becomes like almost insulting, even though it's not meant that way. So should we just stick with... Okay, how about we just stick with the flavor side of all these people? Not, not oh, the oh, physical oh, attributes worry. of them. Don't, don't worry. And Who said they were physical attributes? Well, bumpy does Bumpy doesn't, is... No, Bumpy... Okay. You can't be like, oh man, that person's acting pretty bumpy today. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> Dave about to do a spit take. Uh, okay, so 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 here's what we got. We're, we're gonna have, um, um, I'm trying to think here. Crispy and sweet. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have juicy and sweet, which is gonna be the red grape. Juicy and sour. You and know. how would you describe a leaf? Who would be the leaf is the one that brings it all together. So I'm thinking, okay, so so we're gonna so okay, so if the leaf is who brings it all together, who gives it that color? Just Justin Masson. I was gonna say Sean. Mm, okay. Because I think Sean has his fingers in more things. It, it depends on what era, and this is a weird thing to break this down. A okay. thing, even. But <laughs> what era what of era Sean? <laughs> Oh, what era? <laughs> what Sean era during the, his uh, purple era. Uh, uh, yeah, no, of, of the era of this like community as a like a whole. I, the the now. I'm talking the now. Well, th then sure, yes, I would agree with that. Okay, so Sean's the leaf. Sean, congratulations, you've made the leaf. Now, now, Adam. Put and that this also that also means by being the leaf. You have to be in my Animal Crossing center selling me shrubs. Sure. That's fine. That's fine. He can do that. Okay. So Adam Leonard is the one who put this all together. Adam Leonard is the reason we are having this conversation. Now, Adam Leonard, I'm going to keep saying his full name, right, uh, has been trying to be more positive. And don't get me wrong, Adam. I can see it. I can see the positivity. I can see you, you trying. But I know there are a lot of things in the world and life right now that are just bugging the shit out of you. So that I, means I mean, that what, what, let's let's stop there. Hold, hold on, no, I'm just, the sake, I'm just, for I'm the just, sake for the sake for the sake of our listeners, John. No, no, there's a lot of things pissing a lot of us off. In the sure, world, sure, right? sure, 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 sure. But but Adam's getting called out because he's the one who came up with this, so he has to be one of these. So what I see is these green grapes are something that's a little bit sour, trying to be sweet because you can get a sweet green grape, but oftentimes it doesn't take. You know, they get worn on enough, and they become slightly sour. So, so Adam, Adam, I deem you the green grape. Okay. So now we need something that's fully sweet and a little bit juicy. <laughs> and I don't know. See, see, John, we took away lumpy and round. Well, who would you like to? Okay, who, okay. If if we added back lumpy in this, who are the, who then would you be adding, Dave? Can, can we can we go back and uh, def define like what Lizzo's term of juicy means? Like let's, because that's a song, right? 
juice came out on Rock Band Four as the DLC song this week. I you've you've lost me. You've lost me. Okay, we need to we need to end this terrible terrible bit that we have gotten ourselves on. And I apologize I, to everyone, on. but we need two more people here. A- Adam put us on this. That's true. This project. That's, that's true. Now, now for punishment, Adam, you need to draw this as a thing. Uh, yeah. You need oh, to definitely. Draw all these people as all these people as these fruits. Okay, who is the sweetest, nicest? person in the community that you can think of why are you drawing a blank? you should have somebody you interact with people oh do i i don't andy andy okay so andy so i'm looking mm, that's a weird thing so i'm <laughs> i'm looking at this so andy yeah is andy andy's going to be uh andy the informant is going to be the purple grape uh, as Dean okay. Mayhem. So now we need kind of sweet, a little crunchy. Who's that crunchy one? Who's that that one that crunches a bit? Puts out that crunchy stuff. Come on, Dave. You have time. To, you listen to more podcasts than well, I do these days. I do not. I'm just listening to in your in your case the Office Girls podcast. Oh God, I'm still so far behind. <laughs> okay, we we've got to pick someone. We've got to pick someone who is crunchy. Um. I don't want to be pretty uh, crunchy sometimes, John. What's that? It can't be us. I could be pretty crunchy sometimes. Well, I mean, how do you feel about crunchy? Like, what does crunchy mean to you, Dave? Dave is the perfect, like, interview guest because you could ask him a question and you just get this blank stare back. Just like, see that? I, I did the audio version, too. That's me doing an audio uh, impersonation of Dave being asked a question. Um, you know, most most interviews I've been on, John, which I've been on the public radio, um, don't ask me how I define crunchy as a personality trait. <laughs> well, you've been on the wrong shows. How about Bobby Pauls? He comes across crunchy, right? So he's still a bit sweet, right? Because anytime I've ever, and I, this happened recently, I actually I hit up Bobby Pauls with a question about Animal Crossing and then realized I was just being an idiot. Um, he didn't tell me that he's like, have you tried this? Have you tried that? He was like super helpful in all these things. Turns out I realized my own mistake. Um, so he, so he is sweet, but he's a bit crunchy. He's a bit crunchy. So he is now the apple. So we have, okay. So Adam Leonard, we need you to draw this out. We have Sean Capri as a leaf. (laughs) Adam, you're the green grape. Uh, Andy, the informant is the purple grape and Bobby Paul's as the apple. Um, Let's see if we can make this happen. I'm waiting, Adam. Uh, Dave, speaking of waiting, I'm still waiting on my retro or my Raspberry Pi to show up. I have you everything. Know what, else you're, what else you're waiting on, John? You to play a Michael Jackson Moonwalker. <laughs> right. You still haven't touched it. Okay. You are off Friday and Saturday, right? Yes, I will. I will boot it up tomorrow. Yes, you will. You boot it up. I almost want you not to live stream it, but I almost want you to like FaceTime me while you're playing it so I could see your expression, but I could be busy. We'll see. Um, if it's, I, if it's in my thing, if not, I have to go at it, which in that case probably won't play it. No. This will be the never ending uh, thing that Dave didn't do until we do like 89 more episodes of the show and then cancel it. And I still didn't do it. That's, that's probably true. And then, 
And then like six months will go by and we won't be doing the show and I will have done it. But no one will know. Very possible. Uh, Dave, speaking of my of my um, little setup here that is pretty much finished, but not, you know, missing the heart of it. Uh, I, I decided to take a couple of my systems off and go take them in the other room because yesterday I just wanted to play some Mario 64 and some Mario Sunshine. And so I hooked these things up. I hooked up my, my N64. I started with Mario 64. And as great as that game is, as much fun as that game is, the camera on it and the controls for it are so, so, like, maybe great at the time, terrible now, that I, I couldn't play it. I, I played for a while, and I just got... I, okay, so it, on the very first level, there's um, like a chain chomp, and you have to go up and like butt bounce on the stake like three times. I couldn't do it. I could not get an angle where I could see the stake so that I could know when to do the butt bounce without getting excuse me, smashed by this guy. Welcome to my problem with Mario 64. Oh, man. So, so I wish... Not, I, look, this is the thing, John. I'm just going to say it. Say I it. don't care about Mario 64. Oh, I mean, I can't say that. I still enjoy Mario 64 for what it is. It's just hard to play now. If they remake it, like they seem to think they are remaking it with some sort of modern graphics and some sort of modern camera control, which is really more that matters to me than the graphics. Yeah. Um, if they do that, then I'd be, I'll be interested to give it a shot. Yeah. But it's why it's why I don't I don't I don't have any hardcore nostalgia rooted in Mario 64 like most people do. It's funny, neither do I. Like I hadn't really played it much until my wife and I got married cuz I'd never had it in 64. And this was during the PS2 GameCube era that we got married. Mm -hmm. So, in the 90s, John. No. Yes, yes, in the 90s in the GameCube. I don't think I have that sound clip uh, um, loaded up, but but so I moved on from from Mario sixty four and put in Toy Story two, which is an N sixty four game. Now that game is great. That is a fun game, but the controls in the camera might be worse than Mario sixty four. They are. Um, I had that game on PS one. It's a great game though, isn't it? I love that game. I absolutely love that game to this day. It's better than the movie. I mean, it's less depressing mm. than the movie. I I did not Toy want Toy Story two. Yeah, that was depressing. There was look, every Toy Story, and I have not seen Toy Story four. I've had many opportunities. I think it's on Disney Plus, which I have, but like I can't bring myself to do it because it's like it's already depressing right now enough as it is in the world. Why do I want to like load the bullet into the gun type deal? And that's just what I, I assume I, is going to happen if I watch that. Toy Story four came out pretty much right when I moved, so yeah. I saw it and never got to really talk about it a ton here, Sean. Um, it's okay. It's just, <laughs> you, you look, you are so deadpan as you say that it, like, that is the, the true sense of it's okay. When you can say it without making any emotion. I love toy story three. I love toy story two. I love <sighs> toy story one, toy story, I, hey, toy story one. Yes. Toy story two was not a bad movie, but it was getting kind of depressing. Toy story three. Oh my God. That movie was depressing. I love that. And, movie. and it had that scary mean one. Well, Toy Story 4 was kind of just, eh. People um, trying to justify that it's good. Stop it. It's fine. 
Just accept that's not that good. Um. Okay. So <clears throat> we got a few more things coming through. Coming through. Oh. Th- to to talk about. Uh. I, I I will end this by saying I went on and played some sunshine and some um super slammer baseball or what I forgot what the 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 Mario baseball game was on the GameCube. Strikers. I can't remember the name. No, uh, Strikers uh, was a soccer game. I want Strikers. Right. Strikers is good. I have the the Wii version, which is still good, but it requires the motion controls, which ruin it. Strikers was great, but the baseball one's still a lot of fun. I got my ass completely handed to me. Why can I not think of what that game is called? Uh, it's Slammers or something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I had some other stuff I was going to talk to you about, but we actually have questions rolling in, so I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. So this is from Sean Capri. He says, why is a show called Forget Being Cool? Did we ever talk about how we came up with the name Forget Being Cool? Do you still remember how we came up with the name Forget Being Cool? Well, okay. So it started with Shelved and Forgotten, though. Like, you wanted that forgot part to still be in there, I right. believe. So, so I, I, I think that was part of it, the original reason Forget is part of it. Well, but... So so let's 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 go back a step here to Shelved and Forgotten. That conversation we had when you and I we had talked for like an hour or whatever, and we decided, yeah, we can make a show together. And then we're just like messaging back and forth, and just like you'd throw out a name, and I'd like change it slightly and throw it back. And I don't remember which one of us ended with with Shelved and Forgotten. I think it was probably you, but it was just like these names bouncing back and forth for like four hours. And we landed on that one. We're like, yes, that's it. So then we wanted to make something different. And, and as you do. Yeah, and how did it go? Not 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 how did the project that we made different go? That obviously went for a while and got canceled and came back eventually and here we are. But the name, like how did we come up with the name? The same way I remember it is just shooting <laughs> back stupid names back and forth. But I don't know what well I put us like, like what stuck to forget being cool. So I want to say I want to say it was one of those things where we liked the forget part because of Shelves and Forgotten. And we were sitting there and we wanted to be something about like not being cool. Right. Like that was like the general consensus here. It's like it's like, okay, it this is like it could be about anything yeah. that is quote uncool, even though I mean video games are cool as hell. Um and I think we just bounced back and forth. I don't know that I ever I don't know that when we settled on the name that I was like thrilled about it but it was just like this is the best we've been able to come up with yeah and i remember showing out like stupid names like forgotten geeks and like <laughs> if we were the forgotten for- geeks could we like for- <laughs> could we like try to make ourselves sound like we were like down in a basement like can't get out like every episode starts with us trying to open a door that we can't and like eh, i guess it's another day down in the basement it's where I am now. Uh, slap yeah. a door, just slap a door over here, lock it. I got plenty of beer for the apocalypse. It'll be fine. Yeah, you, you might need more than that to survive. Um, I got Gatorade. I got some. I got some chicken. It'd be raw. It's frozen now. I'd have to thaw it and just eat it raw. Yeah, that would kill you. Well, I mean, it would. What's the difference? <laughs> I mean, you should try to find a way to heat it up. Yeah, hmm. I've got a fan. <laughs> Dave is not ready for a zombie apocalypse to happen and him be stuck down there. 
I've got an Xbox Series X that might uh, or an Xbox One X. There you Series go. X. Just put one, it right next X. to the like the 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 heat sink on that. And you could yeah, cook it. You have to do it piece by piece, like those weird fancy restaurants. I've never been to one of these places, but like where they give you the meat and you like cook it on that little tiny thing in front of you. Have you yeah, ever seen these? Take off like tiny little tiny itty bitty ones. You just put them on the chips. It get to like three hundred degrees. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um. Okay. So here's another thing for you, Dave. This is from Andy, uh, also known as the Purple Grape. Okay. I'd like to hear a little bit more about your attempts at stand-up, Dave. I'd also like to hear more about unreleased project you guys were secretly working on. Okay, so Dave, did you say you attempted stand-up? I don't remember saying that. I, this this is attempting stand-up. I make one. <laughs> I, I make one good joke a show if I'm lucky. Everybody, have have you ever have you ever considered be like? Yeah, if there's like open mic stand up, I'd like to get up there and just do it once. I have gone to that and thought about getting up, but never being confident enough to have enough material or enough courage to get up there and actually do it. So, so, so I'll, I'll say this: doing stuff like this, even doing shows live, yeah, has never has never made me nervous in any way, right? Like. Not the, not the same kind of like stage nervous. Yeah. Talking in front of large groups of people. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I'm so bad at it. You know how I got through high school and got through like speech classes and shit? It was doing stuff like this instead. Was pre-recording, making videos. And the, the beauty of it was that by producing a, a, a video version presentation of whatever you're supposed to present, you came off as like a show off kind of like. This was way more impressive anyway. And I recreated Lord of the Fro- Lord of the Flies for a uh, like a book report presentation. Okay. That I went down in the valley and like covered our me and my friends covered ourselves in mud and like shot the story and then I like used it as a report presentation, right? Like that. <laughs> that worked out in my favor many a times, right? But yeah. because I because I couldn't give up and get get up and give that report in front of even like, you know, like 12 people freaks me out. But I can record this and put it out to anybody and anybody who cares. Yeah. Well, it's not the same thing. Like you're not staring back at the people who are staring at you. Like even if you're watching right. it live, you can't see that look of disappointment they have as they hear us talk. Right. right? The, the only the only time I've ever felt confident giving a presentation in public was going back to the college radio station and talking about literally doing this show. Yeah. Just the thing I did. The, yeah. So, so my, my whole thing is like, there's, there's almost like personas to me. Like Johnny casino is, is basically a persona. Like it's the one that gives me confidence. Like the regular me doesn't have that. That's why I can't tag him on Facebook and share it anymore. But we get 10 more views because his family watches it when I do that. Oh, that's painful. Um, but but like when I would go, like when I was a recruiter, I would have to give um, like talks to students and stuff like that in classrooms. And it was it was helpful that I was kind of an authority figure. Like I was in the military and like I was in control of their class and I could basically get away with doing almost anything while I was in there. Like I've walked on desks and slammed things and whatever I wanted to. 
And so that helped, but it is, it's all like turning on a persona and you're like, okay, now poof, I have confidence. Yeah. Which is a really weird thing, but it was like, you know, I, I did stuff for the radio station more than anybody. Like if there's anybody in this classroom who's qualified to talk about what they're doing, it's me, which is kind of weird. Yeah. But I had the most practice in that room. Uh, than the professor, I guess, right? So, so Dave, the second part of this though is the the secret unreleased project we started working on, and I can't oh. remember the specific details of it even. Oh, I can, okay. I can, one hundred percent, because I like the show a lot, and I still have it sitting here ready to air at some point. <laughs> okay. When John, when John and I can't record, like if if I if for whatever reason John is too busy to record, I'm gonna release it. Oh, that is so, amazing. I love that idea. So, so, so everybody rely on John's attendance to never get this. Well, it could be but, yours. It could be some reason you can't record. Why yeah, has it got to be that, me? It's got to be you because I have to edit it. I still have to have time to edit oh. it. Well, just get that done ahead of time. Anyways, what was the premise of this show? Wait, wait, was this the one where we were coming up with different shows? No, no, we never, we never piloted that show. Okay, but by the way, one of Dave and I's favorite things is coming up with new ideas for shows. So we talked about doing a show where that's all we did was come up with new ideas for shows. Right. And it would have been amazing. And it, it still has potential, and we'll just leave it in our back pockets for now. Yeah, it can always become a segment on this if we ever actually decide or, to have segments. Right, but this it's, right now it's just an hour-long bullshit session with John and Dave. Yeah. Um, Which could have been the name of the show. <laughs> so the name of the show, the sh- name of the show we piloted, John, was "Let Me Tell You Something." I even have artwork. I, okay, I remember this now. <laughs> and so John's here in my house, and we're like, "Man, we got to do something again." And we're just racking our brains, throwing you know, throwing ideas out here. And of course, the the pitch a show where we make a show idea for a show came around but we're like we don't know how to like sustain that i still don't know which is the reason we're not doing that show yet yeah um but the idea that we came up with collectively was i realize you can set google alerts for like tags for news articles (laughs) so we we go into our google alerts and set up tags to send us um articles that have these these tags in them and we pull from those articles and do like a news show but we pick from the worst of the news that no one cares about and it's you know it's more a joke than it is like a real news show and and so if anyone out there is actually listening and has not been listening since like the beginning of Dave and I recording stuff back in the early days of Sheldon Forgotten he and I, I think we both did it. it, would be like, let me tell you something. And then we would tell the other one the thing. And it wasn't like on purpose. It just happened. And then someone, I don't remember if it was Adam or Sean. Or uh, Andy, yeah. Serge, somebody someone pointed like, it out. It was like, hey, you keep saying this. And you're like, oh. And now it's kind of like a joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that which, was which is why I'll say, let me tell you something, John, or last week or last episode, I said, let me ask you something, John. Um, yeah, uh, that that was that was funny. Was that the one where I was laughing so hard? 
No, what were we recording where I laughed so hard I couldn't speak? Uh, tears in my eyes. That it was that the was Costco that. joke. It was the I I don't know if that was this show or that show, but oh, sometimes <laughs> we, we, sometimes we, I'm we, too we, funny for myself. We recorded two episodes. Let me tell you something. I'll air them at some point. They're not. It's not family friendly, and. If you listened to my producer pop in on Megadads. Oh, yeah, it was a snippet that, of it. We basically gave a snippet to Adam. And then afterwards, be, Adam's response was, well, I don't know what that was. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that one didn't go anywhere, partly because of my ability to record with how much I was on the road. And partly, I don't know, like, it's a sustainable thing if we had been better at finding the articles we were looking for i mean the other part is neither one of us is very funny we just pretend to be i funny. mean speak for yourself i'm hilarious okay uh <laughs> no but we keep coming up with these different ideas for these different shows and that's one of the problems like that's one of the problems with you and i making a show is that like we'll come up with this new idea and it's one of those things that it's an idea that's either so bad that it could be entertaining or it's an idea that's so good but it has to be done right. And Oh no, I have so my brain all day is basically, man, that'd be a really cool thing to make. But I'll I, I don't have the ability to make that right now. Okay. Right? Like that's that's what my brain is doing all day. Here's a great idea for a really cool creative project that I wish I could make, but I'd need, you know, this, this, and this to make that a reality. So okay, if you could make one podcast if, if there was a, a podcast you are not making right now and it's like the ultimate one that you would love to make but you just can't what would it be about oh god john that uh, should not be that hard of a question no it's a really hard question there's a lot of ideas well okay pick pick one of the big ones one of the ones you're like man i really wish i could do this but you know you can't or won't or whatever i honestly thought you would have a, an answer relatively quick to this question i mean this show that we're doing right now but with, better <laughs> with, yeah but, but way better <laughs> and on the daily with more people like if i if i could do a sustaining you know even seven or five days a week morning show this is a morning show that we record in the evening now right yeah like if i could do that that's the show i always want to make forever but yeah. it needs it, it. It'll it'll never be as sustaining as I want it at this point. To get it to the scale that I want it is, you know, not the reality right now. Now I love doing this show with John, which is why we're doing this because one, we have the time to do it right now, right? That's true. Two, I just want to do this show with John. I don't care if anybody listens to it. We could have recorded this show and never put it out. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but, How, but just, I, might, I might have to go back and cut out the entire opening of the show talking about what kind of fruits this community should be. So, <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Uh, okay, Dave. I think that addressed most of the stuff. Um, Serge had something else about the cabinets and pulling out his arcade controlling and see if either of us could use it for our arcade cabinets. Uh, Serge, I could not. Um, it just doesn't work with what I need. But, uh, Dave. Yes. I need your help with something. Oh, 
You want me to help you with something, John? Yeah. yeah let, let me let me let me ask for your your help here. I couldn't say that in a way like let me tell you something. Like I tried to figure <laughs> out how to use that line and turn it into a let me tell you something, but I couldn't. Like it was too many words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had this idea today. Um, I don't remember what I was looking at, but somehow baseball cards popped in my head. Oh yeah, someone on on an episode of Homicide was saying something about someone's baseball cards. Okay. Uh, now I have baseball cards. Uh, they're I like have, the, the I, have an, hmm? I have an entire set of nineteen ninety two baseball cards that somebody gave me when I was born. So I have I have like the nineteen eighty eight through ninety one, ninety two, and they're like mostly complete sets, but I think only like one of them's complete set and a couple different brands. I love baseball cards. Absolutely love them. And back then I watched baseball all the time. I knew all the players on all the teams. They're all on like regular TV. You didn't need cable. You see all these games, right? So I loved collecting baseball cards. And it's something about trying to build that full set, like looking through, hoping to find one you didn't already have type deal, right? Now, I want to start collecting something with Ryan. Now, Ryan is is nine on Saturday. Uh, doesn't care much for sports. Um, I cannot. I tried scouring the internet for like things to collect that aren't sports or cards to collect that are non-sports and nothing seems feasible. Like there's Pokemon cards, which I don't think is the route we'll go, but like no. I'm trying to find something, something to collect that he would enjoy. But like, cause also when I was a kid, there was like GI Joe's or uh, Transformers or what these different TV shows, but he doesn't watch a lot of those. And like the toys aren't the same as they used to be. And I don't no. want to collect Fortnite characters. So what am I collecting? Like, Dave, what do I, what you're closer to his age than I am, right? You're younger than me. You're more hip. <laughs> uh, what, what? I mean, yes, statistically and mathematically. Yes. I am closer <laughs> to your son's age than you are. <laughs> So what do I collect? What can I get that it, cause I want something. Okay. One of two things, either something that's like, you actually have to go out and like seek out, but not like, something new. Like, I don't want to go out and seek some like from other collectors, but like where you have to kind of go hunt down to try to find these things. Or I want something where you get a pack of, and you are trying to find new ones and you might get duplicates somehow in there. Right. So that there's some there sort of a no, thing to it. There's, there's no good collectible cards anymore, John. This was a thing that that is baseball cards for Yara and Pokemon cards for mine. I mean, they still make and baseball it, cards. Yeah, but come on. I know they're let's, expensive. Let's, let's, they're expensive, and does anybody really care? See, and I thought about this because I thought maybe I would. But even now, even if baseball was happening, I would still only know the Astros and like a few other players here and there of teams the Astros play a lot. And that would be right. it. A couple of years ago, this would have been Amiibo. Amiibo would have been your hunt. So here's my right? other concern, though, because like, like I like Funko Pops. I think I, I think your shirt actually made me think of this. Uh, this I, is a Funko Pop Marvel shirt. Yeah, so I like Funko Pops. I think they're hilarious. I don't care what anyone else says. Some people bash them. I understand, but I think they're hilarious, and I really like it, them. It, it, it depends on it depends on what they are. So if I care. I have I have all the Power Rangers. I have all the Daredevil characters. Um, I, I do you have the app where you can like fill out the ones you want, like the ones you're missing. So I started, oh that that sounds like a disaster. I, I mean, 
I want all the Funko Pops. If I could have all of them, I want all of them, but that's kind of stupid. So so there are definitely specific ones that I want. And by the way, the Funko headquarters, the main Funko headquarters is 15 minutes down the road for me. I've been there a few times. It's really, really, really cool. Uh, but so they, why don't you Funkos? So, I'll tell you the problem with that in a second. Because so, there's... Yeah, well, there's too many, and they're not exactly small. Like, you... You can't, you have to have a place to put them, right? Whereas, like, even Amiibo are slightly smaller than Funko Pops. You can kind of put them smaller places. Uh, I mean, I collect little things like the the um, the Super Mario Brother uh, Matchbox, the Nintendo Matchbox cars and stuff like that. And those are still relatively small, but there's only so many to collect. Right. But there, there are Funko Pops I really want. Like, I want the ones from The Office. Like, I want three-hole punch gym. And I want uh, Stanley. I don't know. I care all of them. There's some really specific, really good ones from The Office that I really love. There's a you few other those, TV shows. You want The Office Girls from The Office Girls podcast? Uh, like them themselves or the pops of them? John, you know the answer to that question. <laughs> I don't need to say it. You know, so Angela, right? Angela, who's on there? Uh-huh. So I was watching the show on Netflix. It was a Netflix original. It was actually based on a YouTube series. Um, uh, uh, oh God, what, what, what? I cannot think of what the thing was called now. But it, the story was this girl who wanted to be like a YouTube star or something like that. But she's like super, super annoying. Um, and this is this like the actual girl that plays her is normal, but this is persona she built on YouTube, and it made like one season, and it was so bad. But Angela played this girl's mom on there and it just blew me away because i was like this show is so bad and like but angela's from the office which is so like why would you do this because you don't always know i guess and some people liked it it's a paycheck yeah yeah it's a paycheck i mean remember we started a podcast john for a show that uh we knew wasn't going to be good Oh, that's uh, yes. I am still a couple of things. I'm I'm still very disappointed in this. I'm disappointed that it turned out. I mean, I still really enjoyed it. I'm di- I'm disappointed the show failed. I'm more disappointed that I don't have a TV show, a new TV show I can watch Zach Braff on. Yeah, well, too bad. Yeah. Look, I love Scrubs. I do, but you know. Yeah. I I. And I enjoyed that show, too. But it wasn't good. I enjoyed the ten episodes of the first season. That's all we got. <laughs> the, the half half of the season that it ended up being, yeah. Yep. Um. So Dave, and that that in five years, no one will even remember it existed. Isn't at that all. the most sad? Like the yeah, girl that played his wife was great. He was good. It's just the concept was. You'll be doing like the fourth season of your podcast that started all about that show. Uh, <laughs> no, I've done more seasons than that. Uh, I, I mean, that, that's a whole nother conversation for another, another time. And uh, another podcast. Uh, yeah. So I was trying to look up here things that people collect. Okay. And I came across, like, there's some, like, soap and Coca-Cola cans, which, I mean, if every Coca-Cola can is different, that's actually kind of cool. Like, so my, my stepdad used to get um, the the big ice cream things from Bluebell, which is a ice cream maker in Texas that's amazing. 
And around the top of the kitchen, like above the cabinets, he had them lined empty, like after he would eat them or like one flavor he didn't like. So he brought it to me to eat and I had to return it to him. Hmm. He collected those. It was a little weird, but every year, the I think it's Harsler's, it's Harsler's. They make an eggnog, but they put them in these glass bottles. And the eggnog is delicious. It just tastes like drinking like a milkshake, but like a hint of eggnog. It's so good. Um, but their glass bottles have their designs on them every year. So for a little while, I kind of had those in the kitchen, just kind of around the kitchen. And then I just kind of got rid of them when I moved because I only had like four of them. But yeah. four years, four years worth of like, you know, designed glass bottles was kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm looking through here. Someone collects erasers. Someone collect talking clocks. Uh, someone collect do not disturb signs from hotels. At least that That's doesn't take up much room. Uh, this one couple had 240 sex dolls. Oh, okay. This sounds like our uh, other show that we piloted and didn't air. Uh, I thought I found this other one and it's killing me now because I cannot find the one that I thought was so funny in here. Uh, people collect hair. It's all these things. And I was going to try to like get an idea of what, what of these things you would... Oh, here it is. We talked so much about the other one stuff. So, um, China's Chin Kinsu takes collecting to a pretty bizarre place. He boasts a collection of more than 5,000 pairs of used women's underwear. Yep. Just gonna let that one simmer for a second. Uh, yeah, I just. Uh, okay, so ew. Just, <laughs> just... So Rachel, right? Does she <laughs> oh, sell, does oh. she sell stuff on on like eBay ever? Uh, neither one of us has, I think, ever sold anything on eBay. Okay. So sometimes Amy will sell things on eBay, you know, stuff that she doesn't need anymore or whatever. Yeah, her, yeah, her used underwear. No, no, apparently. no. She, she's never done that, but she's sold pairs of shoes, right? It's like, I don't wear these shoes. They're they're lightly worn. <clears throat> I'll sell them to you and I can get it for them. Trust me. She's got enough shoes that she could probably pay our mortgage for 10 years on shoes and not expensive ones. We talked about her closet, John. Yeah, she pay. was not happy with you naming the episode, which you did that time. <laughs> other reasons i shouldn't post them on facebook and tag john although i think amy is my friend on facebook so it, it, it shouldn't matter either way that's probably true so anyway so she's selling these shoes on there and we realize that there is a market for like well-worn women's shoes and it's the market where the people bidding on it it doesn't actually show their name okay and i just don't i don't get it there there are there are fetishes that are not for me, but I can be like, okay, like I understand. Oh, John, does it bother you that some man, maybe, maybe it's a man, somebody is getting off on your wife's shoes? No, no, no. I, I told her to to wear the hell out of shoes all over the place and just sell them as much as she wanted. Like, no, take advantage of this market. I'm okay with it, right? I just don't get it. Like, it's... it's John, what, there's a lot of markets we don't get. What what's a what what's a big one in your mind? What's something you're like, oh, there's a group of people into this and I don't understand. Used women's underwear, John. Shoot. <laughs> uh where do you want me to go? Men's 
jock straps. Which, which, no, which, I wasn't. What, what alley did you did you like me to go down here, John? I, I was so I was actually thinking of a not quite so crazy alley somewhere. Okay, I mean I could take you out back, John. We couldn't. <laughs> I could take you outside. I could take you downtown to downtown Cleveland. This is a really good time to go down there. Right now, it's a little scary. Because the only people out there are a little bit nuts. It'll be easy to find them. Okay? Oh, well, you we know, we I... could go past the high-security women prison, and you could walk past, and they could yell things at us, and they would have all sorts of names for us, John, and why they're into us. I, I promise you. There's all sorts it, of you things. You know what, Dave? This actually sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to know... I want to know what some what some pent-up woman in prison thinks of me as I walk by. Like, if I walked by and got, like, nothing or, like, got booed, like, that would be the... Be the yeah, it'd be, like, the, the worst ego insult. smash. <laughs> oh, nothing's worse than getting booed by women locked up in prison. Man. You know, I've never catcalled a woman ever. I've never been, like, one of those guys at a construction site. Like, you know this, like, stereotype. You know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. Right? And, I, and I'm not trying to, like, degrade it as a thing. Like, I'm sure it's a thing, and I'm sure it's awful and horrible. But it has happened to me going to East 30th, downtown, when you got to take the train all the way to the school. All the way to the school. All the way to the school. Speak, Dave. Speak words. All the way downtown to the college campus, right? Yeah. If if you're going to be late to your class, the easiest thing to do is to skip, you know, the center of downtown Ride it to the next stop, which is East 30th. Get off and walk like two blocks, which involves walking past the high security women's correctional facility where they will catcall you. Now, there's like basically a 50 foot drop from where they are at like a 75 degree angle down into like a giant fence that they'd <laughs> never get past. But like you can still see the bars. John, I assure you, you can still see them from the windows. I mean, were any of them at all? Like, you're like, mm, maybe that one. You're, that ever crossed your mind? Like, mm, maybe that no, one. No, John. No, that has never, never crossed my mind. And when, when they're outside, you go as quickly as you can. Why? They can't get to you. It doesn't matter. Now, this is one of those kind of blocks where you got to, like, walk around the whole thing, too, John. Like, not like one of those, like, oh, you could just, like, walk past it. Like, no, like, the block wraps around the outside of this, and then you, like, walk across the highway bridge, and then you're at the college campus. Is it weird that there's a high-security prison that close to a college campus? Well, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, you're like... <laughs> It's, it's how I got my ego boost on the way into school. It, you feel, it pumped me up before I did a, a, you know, a presentation in front of people. Right, yeah. That's what it did. You're like, man, I am sexy. And you went out there and you nailed that presentation. Didn't scare you at all. Didn't just, you know, freak you out a little bit. Did you ever think like one day you're like, I'm going to walk by in like a skimpy tank top. Like you ever, like maybe some short shorts. Do you ever think that? Like, yeah, <laughs> I, like, like, look, they've been in prison for a while. They need, they need a show from Dave. And you just kind of put on something just a little bit more revealing. You ever do that, Dave? No, John. No, never done that. Didn't even cross my mind, John. Dave, did you ever, like, when you were walking by, you're like, you know what? 
yeah, they're kind of being rude, but they've been locked up in there a while and like accidentally just drop something on the ground and like bend over to pick it up without bending your knees. You, you ever did that for him, Dave? No, John. Now I have two segments to cut out of this show. <laughs> Compar- <laughs> comparing the community to fruit and John talking about me walking past the security women prison where I got cat called maybe three times in my life. And I walked past it and in like a hundred. Best three days of his life. <laughs> yeah. Dave. No. <laughs> I, I uh um I, I play Fortnite a bit with Ryan. Sounds and, boring. Well, yeah, it well, I mean, I don't know. I have a good time when I'm playing with Ryan. I, I've got away from playing it by myself. I, um, I wasn't I wasn't trying to insult you playing with your son. I was trying to insult the game Fortnite. I just wanted to no, no, You no, should no. spend I, you should spend lots of time with your son. <laughs> I, I realize what you were doing. Here's the thing. I have, I've seen some skins and some gliders and some different things that Fortnite have and thought, mm, that's kind of cool. You're like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But I've never been excited about one until today. So they're doing this huge event for this guy, Travis Scott. I guess he's a rapper. Never heard of him. He must be at least mildly famous. Okay. Never I, heard of him in my life. I, I think every day at some point in the game, you can go see a little performance by him if you're in the right area, blah, 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 blah. So today I log into Fortnite to play a couple of rounds with Ryan before we recorded. And just for playing during this event, I got a new glider and something else. This glider, it is, so there used to be this, this, amusement park, a Six Flags amusement park in Houston called Astroworld. And back in 2003, something like that, 2002, 2003, something like that, they tore it down. It just, it was losing money. Long story. They tore it down. Made me super sad. Cedar Point bought, I don't know if you know what Cedar Point is, bought the Six Flags and then basically ran it into the ground over here. So. So, so one of the best rides, though, at Astroworld was called the Cyclone. It was mm-hmm. the oldest wooden roller coaster, I believe, that was still up and running. And uh, it, w- it was amazing. Dude, I like, love those. those. Those are the most fun. Well, of the- all the roller coasters, wooden, wooden crappy roller coasters, like the big old ones, are the only ones I like anymore. Bumping around, you get like jerked so hard that like your neck hurts afterward. It's the best. It's well, you know. th- this one, you had to be above a certain height to sit in the back two cars because the back two cars, as it went over bumps, would come off the rails just enough, not enough that it would be able to sway left or right and come off the track, but just enough so it would come up and hit and have sparks, right? And so they would need the weight or whatever. You had to be above a certain height to ride the back cars. Loved this ride. This glider is a car from that ride. Like, it is an actual car, wow. Texas Cyclone. It's called Astroworld Cyclone or something like that. And it's one of the cars from that ride. And it comes up, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I had to look up who Travis Scott was. Turns out he's from Houston. And I had to look it up. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, this is the coolest thing. This is, like, the most connected I have ever felt to Fortnite. The, well, what, what that's, the, that's their goal, John. That's how they get you. Uh, well, I didn't have to pay for it. It was free. Now, Ryan might yeah. have bought some stuff, but he had gift cards. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Those gift cards didn't come out of your paycheck or anything, that, you know. No, they were from Christmas. <laughs> it's funny. He get these iTunes gift cards, right? Because what do you get a kid? And he, he had a new iPad. Uh, and he mostly uses the iTunes gift cards for, like, Fortnite stuff. 
So that's a thing. That he plays on what? Well, he plays it on everything, but when he and I play together, he'll play on his iPad using an Xbox controller, and I'll play on the Xbox. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, no, it's just like playing the regular thing, except for the screen is slightly smaller, but it's also that much closer to your face, so it feels like it's bigger. It's Hmm. not something that needs to be cut out audio-wise. So, Dave, (laughs) Dave, what else you got? What What else is going on in your life, Dave? That's all I got. You distracted me with the fruits. I, I had nothing to do with that. I You know what? I put up this question on Twitter. We got responses. I think I'm going to do this every time we're about to record now. I think you should. I think you should. Um, and maybe we'll get better at answering the question. I was going to say maybe we get better at being funny, but mm, that depends mm. on the question. John, we've been doing this for a long time. If anything, we've only gotten worse. That could be true, Dave, because I've had some really funny moments in the past and none today. <laughs> Dave, do you I, I get I get like one good joke in a show. Dave, do you remember we had a whole episode that was just me telling the story of taking a flight to Jamaica? <laughs> <laughs> yes, John. Uh, those are the days, Dave. Those were the days. You know, do you remember when we did a show? <laughs> About playing video games that we forgot that were on our shelves. Yes, yes, Dave. We had to uh, defeat our backlogs as <laughs> if we were we as if we were busters of some kind. <laughs> Dave, earlier you talked about getting oh, one I'm, one funny joke in. I'm sorry, that was one that wasn't show? it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, take us out of here. For the I'm love of God. Dave. Uh, this has been Forget Being Cool for April 24th, 2020. My name has been Dave Moore. This is the last thing you'll ever hear me on ever again <laughs> after the entire community shuns me because John made me compare them to fruits. Unvoluntarily, unwillingly, and did not want to do that. Uh, that's Johnny Casino. You can follow him at Johnny Casino. He has a couple podcasts called Apparently and Radio is Lame. And uh, John's Grilled Cheese live Twitter streams. I haven't done those in a while. Uh, I started. So here's the thing, Dave, real quick, is I started doing them with my kids and doing like other things and trying to record the audio better. And I realized the battery in the microphone for my portable recorder died so my audio was super super quiet on there uh all these problems and then i got real frustrated and then i just kind of got real frustrated because of the world shutting down so i haven't done it forever so you just do it as simple as you can like this where we just put it out john yep forget being cool but i don't